Not a mounted dildo, but a fuck machine. Written by Naro Moreau and Summer of Spock. Read by Literarian. Chapter 6 Aziraphale woke up warm with a heavy weight on his chest. His eyes fluttered open and he saw Crowley flopped onto his stomach on the pillow beside him, arm draped across Aziraphale's chest. He shuffled under it and Crowley grumbled, rolling over and grasping at him with his hand as if to pull him closer, shoving his nose into Aziraphale's side. Aziraphale bit down a laugh. What an octopus! If he recalled correctly, they'd gotten drunk at some point their last year of university and fallen asleep together on the sofa. Crowley had been like this then, too, all grasping limbs and silent softness. It had been less comfortable then, however. He'd been more nauseated, less able to enjoy the warmth of another person, the way it felt safe to wake up with someone he trusted and cared for. Crowley snuffled against him, and it was unbearably cute as he flopped onto his back. His grumbly flatmate, snuffling... Aziraphale rolled out of bed to go into the kitchen and make coffee. The flat was cold in just his undershirt and boxes, so he grabbed Crowley's dressing gown, which was too small to tie but would do in a pinch, and set the kettle to boiling for the French press. He'd bring Crowley some coffee in bed alongside his own tea. As the coffee steeped, Aziraphale pondered his good mood, the way it seemed he couldn't stop smiling. He hadn't shared a bed with anyone since his sleepover days. It was nice to have someone there. Someone trusted warming the blankets beside you. It was even better after everything they had shared the night before, all those chemicals still rushing in Aziraphale's brain, making him fuzzy and happy and hopeful. Aziraphale poured Crowley's coffee and returned to the bedroom just as Crowley was sitting up. He gave Aziraphale a confused look when he handed him the cup of coffee. Where'd you go? Is that my dressing gown? Use that magnificent brain of yours and guess, Aziraphale said tartly, sliding into bed beside him, where it was still warm and something like perfect. Crowley hummed softly into the cup and relaxed against the pillows. Sorry, brain's not online yet. No coffee. Sipping at his tea, Aziraphale rolled his eyes, but was unable to stop the fondness rolling through his chest. God, you should sleep here every night if it means you're going to bring me coffee, Crowley said with a loud slurp. 
If we shared a bed, I'd make sure we took turns, Aziraphale replied as he set aside his cup. No, Crowley said with certainty. You're the morning person, so you'd do it. And what would I get out of this arrangement? Aziraphale asked primly. Crowley set his cup on the end table and slid his hand over Aziraphale's stomach. Thank you, kisses. Aziraphale let out a soft O of surprise that Crowley promptly swallowed in a kiss that tasted of sweet coffee and milky tea. They'd never kissed outside of their designated shared wangs or, or whatever they were, but the kiss was warm and devastatingly soft. Crowley coaxed his mouth open with his tongue, and Aziraphale responded in kind, pulling him closer and sliding a hand up under the back of his shirt. Crowley's muscles shifted under his touch. Everything they'd done the day before came back in sharp clarity. Crowley's desperation, his request for Aziraphale to be inside him. Aziraphale moaned around Crowley's tongue, hips bucking at the thought, as Crowley's fingers dipped into his waistband and clutched at his hip. He couldn't do that, though, as tempting as it sounded. He'd never done it before. Surely it would be a transgression. That was... It was sex. He would be having sex with Crowley if they did that. Crowley's hand moved to cup him through his boxes, and Aziraphale wasn't sure if he cared what they did. There was a gorgeous simplicity to this, moving with Crowley between the sheets, just huffs of breath and sweat and following urges without thought. But then Aziraphale's phone chimed, and he jerked away in surprise. Crowley frowned and continued to stroke him through his underwear. Ignore that. Sorry, I'll be distracted, Aziraphale said apologetically. Just a tick. He reached over to the nightstand to check his phone, and the notification on the screen made his stomach drop. He pulled away from Crowley completely. It's Agnes, he said, crawling out of bed as heat flooded his cheeks. I should reply to this. What's it say? Crowley asked coolly. One arm went behind his head on the pillows, his soft t-shirt riding up and exposing the tiniest pale strip of skin at his hip bones. Aziraphale tore his gaze away. I'll, I'll tell you later. Aziraphale returned to his room and opened the notification. I've been thinking about you. We haven't chatted in a while. Aziraphale dropped into his desk chair. His stomach did something funny. He was excited, of course. 
He liked Agnes and hadn't spoken to her in a while. He missed her, so of course his stomach was doing funny things. It's so lovely to hear from you. I've been busy trying to find work. There's been very little out there in my field. That sounds hard. I'm sure something will come up soon. Aziraphale smiled at the screen. Agnes was always so supportive. How are you, though? I'm dying to hear about it. Actually, I was hoping we might be able to set something up. Maybe a Skype date? I'd love to actually meet you. Or as much as we can right now. We've been talking for weeks now, and I'd like to see if we could move this relationship forward. Aziraphale's stomach did the funny thing again. I think that's a lovely idea. The idea of the future date didn't leave Aziraphale's mind the rest of the day, his stomach churning with bitter guilt. Move their relationship forward. Relationship. Aziraphale still couldn't wrap his head around the word, around the fact he might enter into a relationship that could move forward, or backwards, or at all. He knew that what he was doing with Crowley was part of a mutually beneficial arrangement. The kisses and soft touches were all part of his education. One could even say everything was for Agnes's benefit if Agnes ended up being Aziraphale's girlfriend. But something nagged at the back of his mind when he considered what Agnes would think if she found out. She probably wouldn't understand. She wouldn't understand the bond he and Crowley shared, the fact that they were so much more than friends. They were Aziraphale and Crowley. Crowley had been there for him, standing up for him, helping him when Aziraphale had needed him the most, and he had repaid in kind. Wherever he had imagined his life could take him, whatever he might become or wherever he might go, Crowley would be there. It was impossible to pluck him out of a picture, a heavy, gruesome feeling pushing behind his ribs whenever Aziraphale even considered it. No, his future included Crowley, no matter what. He knew that eventually, once he grasped enough about the matter to wade safely through the mucky waters without Crowley, all these forays into sexual education would need to stop. The idea made him feel thin, worn down, strangely anxious. A sinking weight in the pit of his stomach. Aziraphale let out a pervasive, tired sigh. 
For a brief moment, he wished Agnes hadn't messaged to Sully the wonderful moment he'd spent with Crowley that morning, but he pushed the idea aside. After his video date with Agnes, after their real conversation about the relationship, he would have to reach some sort of decision regarding what he was doing with Crowley. Because even if he knew what it was, he didn't believe Agnes would approve if she decided, after seeing him, that she wanted to pursue a relationship with him. He flopped down on his bed, staring at the thin cracks in the ceiling. The resolution marred the rest of his day. When he left his room later that night for dinner, he found Crowley sitting on the kitchen island. Hey, he said, the moment Aziraphale stepped into his line of view, as if he had been waiting for him. All good, you skipped lunch. His hair was mussed, and he was still wearing the clothes he had worn to sleep beside Aziraphale. The realization curled under Aziraphale's ribcage, tight and warm all at once. Oh, yes, everything is just fine. I was a bit tired, that's all. Crowley hummed. Aziraphale hadn't realized earlier that morning the way Crowley's lips seemed to be slightly swollen, a reddish line on his bottom lip where Aziraphale suspected his teeth had pressed hard when Aziraphale had fucked his mouth. The barrage of images from the night before had a low, thrumming desire coursing along his veins. He wanted to kiss Crowley, only because it felt good to do so. He remembered the feeling of Crowley in his lap, the way he rolled his hips down onto Aziraphale's fingers, and then he'd asked... he'd asked for... Aziraphale was going to meet with Agnes. He might actually get into a relationship. Did he want to do that without ever having experienced actual penetration? He was technically still a virgin. Crowley had asked, but that was sex. That was too far, wasn't it? What did Agnes want? Crowley asked. Aziraphale couldn't be sure, but there seemed to be a sharp, harsh edge to the question, even through the forced lightness. Nothing special, he lied, not exactly knowing why. The usual thing. Asked me how my job search was going. Told me about her day. Crowley hummed again, still frowning. Seemed important, the way you scampered off. Oh no, not at all. It's only that I've been putting her off because our schedules didn't match quite well and I didn't want her to think I'm avoiding her. It was partly true. 
Aziraphale didn't dare to voice the true reason for running off. Crowley, he said quickly, and Crowley's frown deepened. What is it? Yesterday you asked if I might use my inside you, Aziraphale said, looking at his hands on the kitchen island, face burning. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm got caught up in the moment. What if we did do something like that? Aziraphale asked, chest tight with nerves. I thought I should probably learn, right? Crowley's Adam's apple bobbed as he swallowed. His hand flexed on the counter. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If it wouldn't be too much, Aziraphale said. The words were heavy, his thoughts slow. Crowley stared at him for a moment and then shrugged. We don't have to do it all the way. Just enough for you to learn the mechanics. What to do. How to do it. Experience just a bit how it feels, so you don't go off like a shot at the first thrust. It seemed reasonable when Crowley put it that way, but Aziraphale's ears buzzed as he tried to picture what Crowley was alluding to. What do you mean, not all the way? Clinking his spoon against the side of his bowl, Crowley cleared his throat. The faintest pink was catching at the edge of his cheekbones. You could just put the tip in. The tip, Aziraphale repeated. The tip of my... The tip of your cock in my ass. Crowley rushed out, slightly steely. Just enough so you can feel how the whole business is. What do you say? He had crossed his arms around his chest, as if it was the most normal thing in the world. And perhaps it was. It wouldn't be a big deal. Just to try. Just put the tip in and pull out. It seemed straightforward enough. I think it's a good idea, Aziraphale said. A sliver of an image of sinking into Crowley's body, into the arse he had had split open on his fingers the day before, had his spine tingling. If you're amenable, that is. I think it would be enlightening. Crowley chuckled, the line of his shoulders relaxing. Very enlightening indeed. When? Tonight. Sounds like a plan. Crowley stood up from his stool, smiling at him. Excellent. Three hours later, Aziraphale was freshly showered in front of Crowley's door. 
He wasn't sure what to expect exactly, but his skin prickled, knowing that at least he was going to be able to touch Crowley again, to kiss him, to bask in the comfort of being near his best friend. When he stepped into Crowley's room, he found Crowley already sprawled on his bed, bare, much like the day before. The sight hit him with all the force of a fist to the chest, and he froze, unable to breathe. Under the soft light of the lamp on the bedside table, he could see Crowley's muscles shifting with each breath, his legs spread open and pulled up. He had three fingers deep to the knuckle in his arse, pulling up a buttock with his free hand, as if to make room for the push of his fingers. His erection bobbed against the plane of his stomach, flushed and shiny at the tip. With a faint pang of disappointment, Aziraphale realized he wouldn't be able to feel the tight clutch of Crowley's asshole around his fingers today. Hey, Angel... Crowley said, a ragged breath shoving out of his mouth. Sorry I started. Uh, started without you. Was getting impatient. Aziraphale didn't wait any longer. He crossed the space, sat at the edge of the bed, hand eagerly pressing against one of Crowley's thighs, easing Crowley's legs further apart to see where his slick fingers stuffed him full, to watch the wide stretch of his wet rim around the intrusion. He didn't allow himself to think about the fact that Crowley was preparing himself for him to take Aziraphale's cock, even if it was in only a clinical, dispassionate way even if it was only a mimic of the real act he would one day share with someone who loved him. Are you going to take much longer? he asked, already peeling off his nightshirt, shucking off his pajama bottoms. His cock hung heavy and hard between his legs, twitching when Crowley moaned, tipping his head back. No, no, I... Uh, I'm almost done. Come here. He pulled Aziraphale in for a kiss, his mouth open, soft and damp, for the urgent press of Aziraphale's tongue. Aziraphale stroked his own cock, rutting against the warmth of Crowley's hip, unable to mask the quiet groan that cracked like reed when he eased on top of Crowley, pinning his free hand to the sheets. Fuck! Crowley gasped on his lips. I'm ready for you, whenever you want. Crowley tugged his legs open wider, encouraging Aziraphale to settle between them. Aziraphale's blood rang in his ears when the tacky wet head of his cock dragged along the back of Crowley's arse. How should I? 
he trailed off. What should I do? There, let me just... Crowley took him in his hand, stroking to slick him up with lube. He dug his fingers into the meat of Aziraphale's hip to pull him closer. Aziraphale didn't have much room in his mind to spare any focus. The idea that he was about to sink his cock into Crowley raised all other thoughts. Have you ever had... A cock in my ass, Crowley finished, breath thick as he moved his legs wider and tipped his hips back. I told you, just a dildo. It's not that different, but you'll be the first. Crowley laughed wryly and fluttered his eyelashes like he was playing at the mockery of some coquette from a 1950s film. Be gentle with me, angel. The statement shouldn't have Aziraphale biting down on his lip to stifle a groan, being said offhandedly like that. But the fact that Crowley, much like always, was doing this for him, just for him, made Aziraphale want to kiss him. What should I do? he asked in a thin voice. Wrap your hand around your dick. Yeah, like that, Crowley said, words catching in breathless puffs. So, with a girl, like I told you, you won't need much prep, but again, go slow. You're pretty big, so they might take a second to adjust. Grab yourself and press. Just let yourself feel it. Aziraphale took his cock and let the tip nudge against Crowley's asshole, catching in it where it was warm and slicked. Crowley gasped at the first touch and wrapped his arms around the back of his own thighs, pulling them back to tip his hips further up, to spread his legs wider until he was practically folded in half. Do that again, Crowley said. It felt... fuck. Aziraphale pressed himself once more against Crowley's rim, his cockhead sliding and then catching slightly on the edge of his asshole. It seemed impossible Crowley could take him. The pocket skin was a little furled thing. But he had seen Crowley take the dildo to the base, even if Aziraphale was quite aware he was bigger. His skin prickled, his erection throbbing. And now... Aziraphale asked, racked with impatience and desperation and the desire to have Crowley close. Uh, push in. Crowley slid his hands down, pulling his buttocks apart, tipping his hips up to meet him. His other hand going to Crowley's thigh, Aziraphale pressed forward, 
and breached Crowley's tight rim with his cockhead in a well-lubed slide. Lord Crowley! Aziraphale's thighs trembled, his hand gripping Crowley's leg so tight it must have hurt. A moan punched out of his chest. The exquisite clench of Crowley's rim was a vice, enough that it forced Aziraphale to pause, lest everything ended right then and there. Hot and wet. Miles better than any wank he'd ever had. Is it good? You're very tight. Hot. Crowley whined. Oh, fuck, Aziraphale. Yeah, it's good. He closed one hand around his own cock, already dribbling pre-cum on his stomach. Just like that. Keep, keep going. But Aziraphale didn't know what to do, because it was too much and not enough. Everything between them turned messy and blurry as he pressed into the heat of Crowley's body. He wanted to push in to watch Crowley's furled little hole stretch obscenely around him, see him open slow for him. Aziraphale grit his teeth because the visceral need to bury his cock in Crowley's body was unbearable. It wasn't allowed. That wasn't what they agreed to. So he pulled out and pressed back in, again and again, with an obscene, slick sound rubbing Crowley's loose rim each time with his cockhead, watching his own precum smear over the tender skin spreading the lube all over Crowley's taint, while Crowley eased his thighs further apart amidst moans, arching his back into Aziraphale, until finally his legs fell down to either side of Aziraphale's hips. Christ! Aziraphale, stop, stop! Aziraphale stilled at once. Is there something wrong? He roughed out. No, no, just... You're killing me. Try your hand around your cock. Yeah, stroke yourself. Crowley urged him to sink into him again, just the head, encouraging him to work his own cock. Yeah, like that... Fuck, like that, Crowley sobbed. He had a hand around his own shaft, stroking himself steadily. Feels so good. It wasn't supposed to be like this. So right, and yet, too, as if something was lacking, as if Aziraphale was brushing his fingers against something he couldn't quite name.
He didn't want to think of Agnes, of that future video call, in this thing he and Crowley had agreed to. So he fell on Crowley, kissing him, panting and open, gasping into Crowley's mouth, his own cock twitching in his grasp. Crowley whined, pulling Aziraphale closer, his tongue, his teeth raking along Aziraphale's jaw. Let me just, let me just... Crowley shifted his hips, giving a gentle hitch, a tease of a sensation that had Aziraphale curling his toes at the maddening desire to thrust all the way in. He worked himself harder, watching Crowley writhe and squirm beneath him, skin flushed and glistening with sweat. It was a beautiful, strangely vulnerable sight to see Crowley open for him each time Aziraphale's hips gave a half-aborted thrust, just so his own fist brushing against Crowley's soaked asshole in every upthrust. Crowley, Crowley, I'm close, he groaned, words half-broken. Anywhere, Crowley moaned softly. Finish wherever you want, Angel. Fuck anywhere. Crowley's hand was moving fast, quicker around his cock, and he spilled over his stomach with a choked cry, rim clenching hard around Aziraphale's tip. Aziraphale couldn't take it. He clasped his own length, thinking about drawing back, but the idea of being able to fill Crowley with his seed was oddly satisfying. The image wrenched a groan out of him, and he let himself go, his cock pulsing, spurting hot and thick inside Crowley. Aziraphale pulled out with a moan, painting one last spurt over Crowley's clenching hole, hearing him whine. It was a slippery mess. Goodness! Aziraphale fell next to Crowley, his spine numb, his legs weak. That was... The words stuck on his tongue. Quite enlightening! Crowley scoffed next to him, grabbing some tissues from a box next to the bed to clean the mess off his stomach. Yeah he said, hoarse, words rolling slowly. Knew you would think so. The night sprawled, lazy and quiet, the amber light of the lamp giving the room a dreamy edge. Crowley pressed up against him, and Aziraphale instinctively turned on his side, draping an arm around his waist, the brush of his thumb over Crowley's nipple, his chest flush to Crowley's back. Just a sec, Crowley rasped out. 
just a sec and I'll go clean up for good. Mm, brain fucked out. Aziraphale smiled against the arc of his neck. His eyes were already heavy, lashes fluttering. Of course, my dear. Crowley's breath was deep and steady, the soft rise of his chest under Aziraphale's fingers a constant rhythm that smeared away the line of wakefulness. Aziraphale wasn't quite sure he was welcome to stay in Crowley's bed again, so he began to pull away, shifting in his spot. But then, stay. Crowley said, probably feeling the ripple of his muscles, reading his thoughts with shocking clarity. You can stay. Big enough for both of us. Aziraphale pressed a kiss to Crowley's shoulder, curled into him, twining his legs around Crowley's. I'd quite like that. Aziraphale's eyes drifted shut without him realizing it. He must have pulled the cover up over them in a half-forgotten dream, because when he woke up, they both were warm under it. At some point, Crowley must have also turned off the lamp because the only visible light came from the slanting lights from the street. Crowley's body was warm in his arms, fitting perfectly against the curve of his chest. It felt good to lie like this with him, basking in the scent of Crowley that was as familiar as his own, a quiet sort of contentment in being able to touch him like this. Crowley shifted then, pushing back against Aziraphale, his round buttocks grinding against Aziraphale's cock. He hadn't realized he was hard again. Angel? Crowley asked in a dreamy voice. Yes, my dear? Without intending to, Aziraphale thrust his hips slightly when Crowley moaned, his cock slotting into the cleft of Crowley's arse. You can... you can, you know? It was said in a small voice, slightly scratchy and unsure. If you want. Aziraphale knew what Crowley meant, his stomach burning, cock jerking, because he wanted to feel again the tight, maddening clench of Crowley's body around him. Just the tip. But he didn't know if he could bear it, if he could stop himself from not sinking into Crowley's ass bald steep, feel that clutching heat around every inch. He had been too close to doing it just a few hours ago. So he slid his fingers between Crowley's arse cheeks, 
finding his well-used hole. It was hot and still wet with his cum, the dribble of his own spill smeared on Crowley's thighs, his taint, the heavy hang of his balls. Crowley moaned under the caress of his fingers. You're soaked. Aziraphale breathed warm on Crowley's shoulder, kissing the freckled skin. He moved his free hand to Crowley's chest, pressing it flat, feeling the wild beat of Crowley's heart. Your fault, Crowley gasped, but not unkindly. Left me a proper mess. The words, the reality of it, punched the breath out of Aziraphale. He fit his fingers to Crowley's rim, messed with the cum and lube that had dripped out of him, dragged it up all along his crease, hearing Crowley's breathy noises, felt the jolt of his muscles as he touched the tender skin. He spread Crowley's arse cheeks apart and settled the thick shaft of his cock there with a groan. Is it all right? Like this? He asked in a moaning breath, rolling his hips, pulling Crowley closer with both hands, relishing how soft and smooth the skin was under his fingertips. Fuck, yes, yes, it's all right. He clasped Aziraphale's hands with his, twined their fingers together. Feels good. Fuck, you feel good. Aziraphale rocked his hips, sliding along Crowley's slippery crease with harder, steady thrusts. Aziraphale couldn't think over the desire to get Crowley close, closer, kissing the nape of his neck, the arch of his shoulder, urging him to crane his head to kiss his lips red and swollen. You're so lovely, so lovely. Aziraphale rasped into Crowley's mouth. Thank you for everything. Crowley moaned in return, arching his back as if to encourage Aziraphale to fuck his buttocks harder. Aziraphale pulled their hands together down Crowley's stomach, wrapped their fingers around Crowley's already leaking cock, stroked him while sliding between his buttocks, thinking about how good it felt, how easy things were always with Crowley. Wanting nothing more than seeing him come undone once more. For him... Come now, once more, once more, he moaned into his mouth, his hips pushing up quicker, the tip of his cock catching on Crowley's slicked rim a few times in the upthrust, making Crowley whine. 
Crowley spilled with a cracked sob over their hands, and Aziraphale followed him, the warm spurt of his seat splattering Crowley's arse come white. That was good, Crowley hummed, kissing him again, breathless and airy. God, I'm going to sue you. You keep shorting out my brain. I'm afraid I would have to say the same, Aziraphale said, folding a hand around Crowley's waist, a kiss on the nape of his neck. I'm barely functional. I'm a mess, though. Need a shower. Oh, yes, yes, of course. You're welcome to join me, Crowley said with a grin. Same water and all that. Aziraphale could picture it. The warmth of Crowley under his fingertips, his skin soaked and glistening. I think I'll take you up on that offer, Aziraphale said. He kissed Crowley slowly and gently, easing his lips apart with the steady press of his tongue, before Crowley tugged him out of bed, laughing. <laughs> Come on, he said. <laughs> I need to get your cum of me before it dries. When they stepped under the hot rush of water, Aziraphale pushed Crowley against the tiles, pressing their mouths together, cleaning him softly with a washcloth, spreading his arse cheeks to wash at the mess he had left there. Crowley whined, arms around Aziraphale's neck, when Aziraphale brushed his rim with the tips of his fingers. That little sound... It stirred something in Aziraphale's gut. He wanted to hold Crowley closer and care for him. He reminded himself their relationship was already like that and he was being nonsensical. It's all right, Aziraphale whispered, pressing a kiss to the corner of Crowley's mouth. Let me take care of you. Hurry up so we can go back to bed. Crowley smiled against his skin. They stayed under the stream until Aziraphale had made sure to wash every inch of Crowley he could find, rubbing his temples, massaging his scalp. Crowley was lax and breathless in his arms when the shower was finished. How could Aziraphale not take care of him when Crowley was being so selfless, such a good friend to him? When they were dry, they slid back into bed, skin bare, and Aziraphale pulled the covers over them while they lay on their sides face to face, their hands twined together. It wasn't long before exhaustion took Crowley, while Aziraphale ran fingers through his hair, 
his thumb drawing circles over the heel of his hand, and when he was sure Crowley was fast asleep, he pulled him closer, feeling Crowley burrowing his face into his chest. Dream of whatever you like best, darling, he said, pressing a kiss to Crowley's cheek, his own eyes falling shut. Outside, the city rested as well. 